Oh, it's Friday, the 5th of May. It is time for the Magic Round. That's all that That's all that date matters to me, Shane. But this is Afternoon Sport. Shad Wicker with Shane Lee here to talk about the biggest news in sport. How's your weekend shaping up, Shane? Because obviously me being based in Brisbane, everything is magic here. Yeah. Um, my, well, hopefully the weekend will be magic. Have the weather's like this. It's quite nice here in Sydney. I'm going to... Uh, go to my son's rugby tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen him play. He played his first game last week, but I was away. And then I'm off to uh, rugby union, yeah, yon yon. Oh wow, rugby okay. union, yeah. yes. And um, and then I'm off to do a speaking gig at a cricket function in Barawa, um, tomorrow oh, night. Right. So that'd be a bit of fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's yeah. not quite magic round though, is it? But anyway, <laughs> that's all right. Each to their own, mate. Whatever. As we today on the show, we're going to be discussing bit of the world game. A record has mm. tumbled uh, in the EPL that we want to chat about. Uh, a bit of tennis. Chess back in the news. This time a little less controversial, though. Nothing's up anyone's backside. And obviously, AFL and the big weekend of NRL that's ahead. So let's just crack in. Hey, Muppets. This is Stewie McGill here. As much as I don't want you to... Please listen to Fire Up. They told me that I was coming on with Chris Gale, the most attractive cricket player in the cosmos. Unfortunately, it was the other Chris Gale and Stevie F here. Uh, Very sorry about that, but I promise you, if you want to know anything about Rugby League, at Fire Up Rugby League. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. Let's start off with the world game at the moment. A couple of big stories here. Uh, Haaland has done it. I mean, everyone knew he was on pace to break this record, but it has finally been confirmed. Manchester City, uh, he has uh, broken the Premier League scoring record. He has, mate. Erling Haaland um, for Man City, as you mentioned. 35th goal against West Ham, passing... The record that he was sharing prior to that with Alan Shearer and Andy Cole. So, yeah, huge effort. Mate, he's a big man and he kicks the ball so bloody hard and he's so physical. And um, he's going to think this guy, this is his first year in the Premier League. He's just going to go from strength to strength. Yeah, I mean, he's an absolute beast. It's yeah. so funny because people called this like, well, it feels like what, the beginning of the season. Mm. I felt like ages ago yeah. we'll talk about how on base he was because didn't he have a game where he took, he had four. Like, he's, he's just crushed. Yeah, that, that streak of, like, nearly hat-tricks and stuff. Like, he's just been unreal, 22 years old. I think the only unfortunate part is you won't really – I mean, who's he playing for internationally? Mm. Because Norway doesn't really feature too much in a World Cup. <laughs> no, so, I guess it's EPA or bust. Yeah, it is, is for him. But um, I, I've never seen, particularly in the Premier League, you never see a goalkeeper that they, they obviously react as quickly as they can, but – they almost flinch when he kicks the ball, this guy. <laughs> kicks with such ferocity. Um, let's turn to an Aussie, though, that uh, could be joining the Premier League. Uh, look, Postacoglu, his name gets thrown around a lot, but it seems like this might be a little bit more legitimate about his chances of joining a Premier League uh, club. Potentially, um, and they're saying it's a surprise candidate, but uh, for the vacancy of both Chelsea or Tottenham... Um, and he said, it's quite interesting in the article, and he said, look, I'm not an overnight success. I'm 25 years of hard work. Um, remember, he was the Brisbane Raw coach, and he won 2011, 2012. Then he won, delivered the Asian Cup for us in 2015. Then he went to Japan um, at Yokohama uh, and won the title there as well. And now he's on track to have the treble at Celtic. It's the bloody, 
pretty pretty good numbers from Ange. It is wild, isn't it? But it also seems like that when we turf someone from the Socceroos job, they go on to uh, have some success. Mm, yes, we do. We do fire a coach quite often, don't we? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, and how's this out of Saudi Arabia? Little Messi. Yeah. Uh, could be heading. This is crazy, isn't it? Six hundred million dollar a year deal has apparently uh, been offered to Lionel Messi from Saudi Arabia. What numbers they are! Um, so Cristiano Ronaldo last year signed the biggest deal ever. That was three hundred fourteen million. Um, at that time, Messi was only on one hundred ninety five million. The poor bloke. Um, but now it looks like he could go to six hundred million. And his father's. I love the, that the fact that his father George is the manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but um, but Messi's also been fined by his current club Paris Saint Germain because he snuck off without telling him to go over to Saudi Arabia to have these discussions. So yeah. they weren't very happy with him leaving the country without asking them for permission. Yes, well, it's six hundred million. Yeah. You've got to take that meeting day yet. <laughs> and uh, quickly as well as we wrap up uh, all things football, Sam Kerr. Getting a late goal for Chelsea uh, to help them with their title race against Liverpool. I don't think I've ever spoken about someone so much who continually scores the late goal to win a match. Sam Kerr does it week in, week out, it feels like. Um, This is off the back of the loss. Unfortunately, last week she couldn't do it when they bowed out of the Champions League. But they're on track here to win um, the Premiership. Uh, Chelsea winning 2-1 over Liverpool. And as you said, another late goal from, from Sam Kerr. She's a... I hope she keeps doing this in the World Cup Yeah, for the Aussie girls. Yeah, I mean, it's looking good for our World Cup campaign mm. with some of the form that our uh, women's side are in in their club football at the moment. And before we take a quick break, let's give a shout-out to one of the greatest sports of all, chess. Yeah, yeah. Don't we love this? The headline was Sleeping Pills, Thrills and a New King. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is from China, um, Ding Liren. Yeah. Um, defeated the Russian. Now, I don't know how to pronounce no, this guy's name. Here we go. Nepal Akshiti. <laughs> sounds all right. Sounds like you're clearing your throat. So that looks sounds That's good right, enough. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, well, they, they, so the Chinese guy, Ding, he, uh, his nickname is, is Silent Storm because he just speaks in a very soft voice. And uh, he says, I like to put thunder on the board, not often. <laughs> yeah. I love the trash talking in the chess game. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. If there's anything that yeah. like physical support, contact sport can take out of the chess, it's to up your game when it comes to the insults. <laughs> can draw out. Let's uh, take a quick break because we've got to talk uh, the two major codes in Australia, NRL, AFL. Notice I didn't say rugby union. There you go. It's up next. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a CellAid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your CellAid at CellAid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. Let's start with the AFL. Friday night kicks off around eight at the moment. Uh, look, this AFL season, it was a bit surprising early on when we were looking at the ladder, but now it's kind of, is it kind of starting to shape, take shape 
to what we expected it to be? Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, no one expected the Cats to be 0-3, but they've won their last four, four in a row now. Mm-hmm. Um, this game tonight, Carlton versus Brisbane, uh, it's fourth versus sixth, so it should be on paper a very good game. But if you look at the stats, Brisbane um, have won uh, four straight going into this. Yeah. Um, and Carlton last week had their biggest score of the season flogging West Coast uh, thanks to uh, Charlie Kerno's nine goals. But if you go head-to-head, Brisbane uh, 6-2 over um, Carlton mm-hmm. and they've won the last five um, at Marvel. So they're playing at Marvel tonight. So you'd have to think Brisbane should win this. But um, you know, if Carlton continue to form, they're some tall guys and they mark very well in the air. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. Carlton need to win this to kind of get back into the hole. Yep. Oh, look, yep. this could be a good season because the wheels fell off for two weeks in a row before they got to take on West Coast at the perfect time to have to yep. take on a team like West Coast. Um, you know, Brisbane in fourth. It, it actually would be interesting because I think it could come down to, like, this could push Carlton above Brisbane potentially. Mm. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one tonight uh, in the AFL. I don't think the bookies are loving Carlton at all. <laughs> so, no, not, no. But that means good value, guys. Good value on Carlton. Come on. It's good us. value. But, I, you know, I, I did say at the start of the season I thought Brisbane were, were the Smokies to win. Um, and they sort of wobble a bit, but uh, this will be a big test for them tonight. And uh, look, outgoing AFL boss Gillan McLaughlin uh, revealed that uh, this Tasmanian team announcement has a few stars keen to try and make the move. So does this mean some players are putting their hand up thinking that, oh, Tasmania is going to get this kind of war chest that we saw Sydney get with a little bit of cap reprieve and whatnot? Is that kind of what's going on? Or do you think there's yep. passionate Tasmanian players that want to go down there? Well, they're talking about doing it, and he says, I have done my homework, um, and he said it'd be a great place for, for young families to go, and he's right, Tasmania is a beautiful place. Saying that, um, Gillan McLaughlin, like, this guy, he's, look, let's put this in perspective, he's a CEO, right? Mm. He just runs a business. But, like, this sort of, he's been sort of saying, I'm leaving for the last year and a half. This is like the retirement of Dennis Lilly, Rod Marsh, and Greg Chappell. Like, come on, mate. Well, he's announced his, his successor, finally, which yes. was this week, but... You know what I love? Like what I've like, I love it, but I find interesting is McLaughlin now. Like, here's my successor. Here's some amazing news about the Tasmanian side. Mm. This is yep. what I'm going to try and finalise before I leave. Yep. Meanwhile, where are the results of this? You know, where was yep. this committee? Where was this King's yep. Council? All of that yep. is completely yep. gone to the wayside. And yep. I think the AFL have done a a very fascinating job at spinning the PR machine. Just the right amount. And we said this, you and I were talking about this earlier yep. in the year. As soon as the season starts and uh, moving forward, they are going to, and the gather round was one part of that. There was all, you know what I mean? Um, yep. I don't forget, and I'm hoping no. some of the players don't forget either when it comes to this review that was supposed to go into racism within clubs. But with that said, he would probably be one of the best execs in Australian sport, I think, with what he's been yep. able to do with the AFL in his tenure. So. He's, he's he's done a very good job and he, he runs a very good ship and um but I think uh you know it, it was good to see the way he was talking about his, his successor they worked closely the guy is a is, is a has a legal background he'll do a good job as well um whether he has the personality that Gillen has I don't know that that's yet to be seen well let's get into the real sport that we love uh, it's a rugby league baby yeah. yeah look this weekend huge magic round is on. 16 clubs in Queensland right now to play. Yeah. The Knights missing out. It's kind of funny that one team misses out each each season. I wonder if they should do that as like, 
a you know wooden spoon you're out scenario or some kind of re- like how they decide who misses out on the rab- uh, on the magic round. But this is I tell you what, Saturday is a stacked day. You can't get a ticket. I think the only tickets available. I tried to get one the other day, stupidly leaving it too late. Um, was the non-alcoholic section. That's not you, mate. That's not for me. <laughs> no. Jeez. But, uh, <laughs> man, this is huge. Do you have any uh, bold predictions for the weekend of the Magic Round? Uh, we don't kick it off with the greatest game of all Raiders v Bulldogs, but it could surprise us. Well, no, I'm actually looking forward to that game. I reckon the Bulldogs are going to hopefully beat the Raiders. I hope so, because Ricky Stewart is a massive yeah. piece of work, and I really yeah, can't wait for the Raiders to turf him. God, he's so if you if you went to the game and you're in an alcoholic section, you could just yell abuse at him the whole time. That's it's true. Hard to do when you're sober. No, exactly. There's kids around, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Ricky Stewart's the winner. Yeah, the other big, the other big game for me, Storm Rabbits. Yeah, um, I think that's going to be a close one. I think the Rabbits might might get home there. I'm feeling the Rabbits in that game as well for some reason, but mm, yep. uh, that'll be an interesting uh, matchup. Obviously, that's the, the game of the round. Surely, yep. when you look at that one, but it is uh, not not dragons and tigers. Ah, uh, look, I mean, it will be good to watch two teams struggle. <laughs> That's the thing. If te- if teams are on this similar, you know, ability, then it could be a good game, you know? Two great teams the... play each other, good game. Two bad teams play each other, could be a good game. Here's an idea for you. Just just mill around the change room because the Dragons are not putting all the players on the team sheet. They're missing a few names. So maybe you could slot in for the Dragons. Well, I heard... Uh, I heard. Any worse. That, isn't there a rumour that um, Ben Hunt's been training at Hooker this week? For the uh, dragons, it? might be something to keep an eye on in that game. Mm, okay, um, I've got a I've got a prediction for you. I think that there'll be um, a pitch invader this weekend. Right. That's my his name. Is his name? Shed? That's my random prediction. No, it's not me. I just think that it's like it's just the mayhem of Magic Round. Something like that's going to happen for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a good chance it could be. Um, it could be on the Saturday after the. Um, after after the the six other teams play on the day before, yeah. <laughs> um, and quickly, th- this is a uh, one th- story from the NRL that's kind of popped up over the last few days. The Dolphins getting robbed against the Raiders last weekend with the obvious knock on. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing that at live, like in action, being like, "That's ridiculous that that call didn't get made." It's now yeah. brought up the debate of uh, the idea of you know Wayne obviously hates Golden Point. He always kind of has. Yep. Um, But the idea has now been going around competition points on the back of that and talking about how the buy points work. Because of the Dolphins, each team has a buy. The Knights Mm -hmm. don't play this week, but they get two points. And people have started to question the use of this buy point. What are your thoughts on this? Because there is, I do understand it. Like, it's like, why do you need it? If you don't give it, the ladder still evens out anyway. (laughs) Like, no one ends up with more points. Here, here are my thoughts. Very simple. Who gives a flying yeah. fuck? <laughs> it's a very good point. It doesn't matter. It's a very good point. It works as is. Yeah. Who bloody cares? Yeah. It's just like, that's right. Who's complaining about this? Is it the statistician that's sick of pressing two every round when he has to change the ladder? Yeah. <laughs> you know, one, one thing you could do is you could say, oh, I potentially want to trade those two points in and use it for a double up on one match. Oh, my God. That's So you're playing at Tigers, you double up. If you... <laughs> you, know, you know what I like? It's like kind of slightly entertained, but then Billy Slater shot it down very logically when people were saying, yeah. why don't they split the two points as a draw and then play for the one? Like play for the extra one. But Billy Slater made a good point. He's like, but then you would have a potential situation where the guy playing in eighth got an extra mm. point for losing in Golden Point. So like they yeah, lost the match, they got one point, and then the guy in ninth who didn't lose 
misses yeah, out. That, yeah, gotcha. You know, and that makes sense. Yeah. I think that I think yeah. that the real solution pretty is profound golden. from Billy Slater. That's true. I think the real solution for when it comes to Golden Point, for those writing about it, is like we've been going about it for ages, but I think it has to be Golden Try. Mm. I think it's yeah. pretty clear that it has to be Golden Try. Yeah, the NFL has their issue where players just got one possession, kick a field goal, and it's yeah. over because theirs was Golden Point as well. And uh, they changed theirs to say, well, if you kick a field goal, the other team gets an extra possession to try and either match it or score a touchdown and win it. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I've got no problem with Golden Point. I think a Golden Try, that, that, that's never going to yeah, – they could play for another 40 minutes and well, no one scores. Well, they still get 10 minutes, so they'll end up scoring yeah. points. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't mind it. I don't mind the big field goal. I don't Tippy like it in origin, so if I'm being honest. I don't like it in state of origin. But anyway, that's it for afternoon sport for today. Enjoy your Magic Round League fans. Uh, make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. And before we go, I'll be thank you to the sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors of Elite Bet, the only betting app you'll ever need. All right, we'll be back with your daily dose of sports and a magic round wrap on Monday morning. Yeah, have a cracking weekend, guys. Take care. Afternoon sports. You want something different for your next client event? How about a live podcast? The team at the Afternoon Sport Group love an audience, so why not add some star factor to your next occasion? Get the guys talking shop at your next event. For more information, email hello at afternoonsport.com.